3: Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast.
4: All right, so this hour, this is, uh, I just calculated that this is my last food hour of the year. So we should make it a transition hour. Mike Glebowitz is stand around. His buddy Subby is here as well, so Subby can join in if he so chooses. And we'll talk about food that you aspire to this year, dishes you want to have, dishes you want to repeat from last year, and any special holiday things you want to do. And that will that will cover me for you know, the end of the year, the beginning of the next year, and Christmas. And Kwanzaa and all the other holidays that everybody celebrates who's an American. That sound good, guys? You ready for that?
5: I'm ready for that. Yeah.
4: Sub. Wait a sec. I've got to figure out which mic that is. Let's see if it's this one. Try it. Check. Yeah. We got Check. it. Check. That's Subby,
5: and I'm Leibowitz.
4: Yes, he's Leibowitz. In case you didn't notice, that's Mike Leibowitz, and he's uh, he's when it comes to aspiring to certain meals, there might be ones. Have you had everything you dreamed of?
5: Yes. In fact, what I need to find is a healthy food that tastes good. I need a whole healthy menu. Those
4: things are mutually exclusive. Well, You've got to decide which it's going to be. Well, then I need
5: health. I've got to start eating healthier for the new year. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Because this fast food diet that I'm on and fast food and pastries, this isn't going to cut it.
4: Yes. Well, you'll get inspired by some of the things <laughs> the listeners come up with. I hope this so. I, I need help. 860 We didn't get to the rant line today. We'll run all those rants on Monday and make it part of the package. And we will start the food hour coming up on WTIC. So please hop on the phone and get ready to share the uh, meal of your dreams for 2023. Now it's time for Order Up, served by Carbone's Hospitality. Oh, yes, that's the intro for Order Up. It's our food hour. We do this on Friday afternoon because that's the time when people are thinking about going out to eat or planning some kind of family meal. Oh,
3: no. Oh, no. Who's that? Oh, yeah.
4: That was great. Where did that come from? Is that something you contributed? Oh, rolling. Oh, okay. That was a little excitement from Roland. I thought It's happened so often that we're playing things we don't mean to play that (laughs) I didn't know if that was planned. So that was great. It might
5: have been a happy accident. Who knows? Yes.
4: All right. So Mike Leibowitz is here. He's been a free man for almost three weeks. Before that, he spent 25 years in prison. So you will like his input on on food things because he can give us a whole different perspective. And his friend Subby is here as well. Subby. Wait a sec. Are you on? Yes, you are. Go ahead.
6: So uh, I have to say that watching Mike eat these foods, you know, since he's been out of prison, has been nice to see him have, you know, chicken parm, you know, penne alla vodka, good breakfast. But nothing beats watching Mike down a chocolate shake from Burger King. (laughs) (laughs) So we definitely have to make sure that that stays on your uh,
4: no, that's the kind of thing you have to get off because mm-hmm. you, uh, you have to have them require more than frozen ice milk for a shake. No, it, it was just too funny.
5: <laughs> Evidently, it's funny when friends get
4: sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess it was a bad idea inviting Subby to yeah. join in on the conversation. Yeah, I was trying the, to be nice. Yeah, but, this is what
5: we get for being yes. nice to Subby. Hopefully, we both learned a lesson from this. <laughs> well, I, I did. did. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been 30 years for me, a little more. Evidently, I'm never going to learn.
4: <laughs> so, the, uh, so the idea here is to talk about food, uh, good food, and, and foods that you are excited by and look forward to coming in the next year or that you particularly appreciate from the year that's just finishing up. So we've got two years of food to think about and great meals to aspire to in the next year and also holiday food. So let's talk, if you don't mind, Sub, about good things about food and good foods. and uh, Because you were just telling a story about family around the island in the kitchen, which I think is a really cool image. So talk to us about that.
6: So we're going to make some pizza uh, Christmas Eve. And uh, I got a friend of mine who's going to supply the the dough and all the toppings. And we just sit around – and everybody's just active, uh, cooking and cleaning and just preparing and laughing and uh, definitely a lot of jokes. Uh, so it's uh, uh, pizza for Christmas Eve is definitely uh, um, something that we really enjoy doing.
4: But it's it's uh, because of it lends itself so much to family activity to everybody being involved.
6: Yeah, because normally when somebody's cooking, that means ten people are sitting down doing nothing, watching TV or you know just in the other room doing nothing. But when you're making pizzas and sitting around the table together, you're everybody's active and everybody's talking and it's a it's a great time. It's a great yeah. time.
4: So that's a really good point. It's a great way to do meals where uh people are thinking about um just helping, you know? Yeah. And I'm excited to have uh Mike
6: there um to experience it cuz I I think it's going to be wonderful. Um, not only for him, but For us as well.
5: It will be wonderful, but I think that we may have to start second-guessing Subby's motives here after what he's revealed in the milkshake incident. All he, right, let's not
4: refer back to the milkshake <laughs> yeah, incident, please.
5: He, he may just want people to stuff their face with pizza so he can laugh at them when they get sick. We don't know. This is an ugly side to Subby that's come out here today, and we,
4: we all have to be on guard against it. All right, let's try to keep this on uh, positive. Because <laughs> not, not, if you're just going to keep bringing it back, <laughs> then we're in trouble for this hour. Okay,
5: we're going to talk good experiences, good food, and I am looking forward to it as well
4: all right what are having um your deprivation of flavor i assume that's the thing in prison that stands out the most is a deprivation of uh variety is there is there like one fundamental food that everything is built around and uh, pretending to be something different rice potatoes and pasta every meal yeah, but what would be what would they make those into? Uh, you know, what would they call a dish that wasn't a dish that they were calling it?
5: Oh, you have something they call chicken a la King, which sounds wonderful, but if you saw it, you probably wouldn't want to eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, chicken tetrazzini—they've got a lot of like high-sounding foods. What is chicken
4: tetrazzini? I don't know if I know that name. <laughs> it's disgusting. I don't know what Is it that a real is. thing? Do you know, Subby? You've uh-huh. got Italian background, I, right? I do not know. Were you no, raised in Italy? No, Hartford. Oh, were you born in Italy?
6: I was born in France, but Italian blood.
4: Okay. So you didn't live in Italy at all? No. Did you live in France at all? For three years. Three years. Okay. I wonder what they serve babies over there. That must be so much better than what we have here. Certainly better than
5: what they have in prison.
4: 860 So it's the order-up hour. It's our food hour. Uh, call and talk about your favorite meals that you want to have next year or you had this year that you want to repeat. And fantasy foods. You are a good one for fantasy foods. Anything on your mind that uh, you haven't had already? Because you've had three weeks to get everything you wanted to have, Mike.
5: One thing I want to have is either Popeyes or Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's the one... Fast food I haven't had yet It's right. fried
4: chicken. Beyond fast food, is there anything? Or are you just <laughs> stuck in a fast food loop? I grew up. Because fast he, food he, isn't food, I hate to tell you. Well, the problem is, is I even before going
5: to prison, my diet that's consisted you of fast food. Yeah, so but I don't that's know. why I'm
4: curious if yeah, you
5: are... I don't know much Man, Like, for instance, I recently had a creme brulee. I never yes, even exactly. got it. You know, I only heard of that watching uh, MasterChef previously. But this was like the most delicious thing I've ever eaten in my life. I can mm-hmm. live off of it. But prior to seeing it on a menu and you know remembering it from the well, that, but that's chef.
4: why because you're so elevated in terms of your thinking about most things to be thinking of, of you know manufactured fried foods that have been fried a couple of months ago and put in the freezer at some factory and then shipped to a fast food restaurant where they dump them in a fryer later that's made a thousand people's meals already. Well, that, that's it. that doesn't match your elevation in terms of other things. Well,
5: this is why I need recommendations. I need people to call in and tell me what should I be eating? Because all I, my mind goes to, you know, when I'm getting out of prison, somebody says, what do you want? I want Burger King. That's
4: all yeah, I Well, know. That, that makes sense to have um, a fantasy that is left over from when you went into prison. Like, that was the thing I would have eaten, and now I want to try it again, because I forgot what Mm -hmm. it tasted like. It's been so long. But now there's a whole world available to you. Yeah, but what does it consist of? I don't even know. Well, how come you know with uh, forms of government and, and, and careers and aspirations for your life, but not... To be so atrophied in terms of the food, understand?
5: Well, it comes down to opportunity cost. While I was in prison, I could either read about government, psychology, and philosophy, or I could read about tasty dishes, and I chose. You didn't to read the anything
4: format. about tasty dishes? No, I did. Come not. on, man.
5: I, I know. Maybe we need Biden in here to tell me. Come on, man. Have something good. Have some <laughs> lobster. I don't know, but uh you know, any good suggestions? I'm willing to try. Last time, you know, they recommended a restaurant, and Subby wouldn't take me to the restaurant that was, rep- you know, recommended. He told me to another place, but <laughs> which one? Uh I, I don't. uh I think it was we went to Sophie's. We wanted pastry, and we went to Sophie's. But uh, a good recommendation, we will take a good a good recommendation. I have well, Subby now. He's he's. All right. So if you
4: are, if we <laughs> if we turn this into advice for you, that maybe that will um, that inspire would inspire that people would be great.
5: To, yes. I,
4: I think one thing
6: we should definitely get into is soups and really good salads.
4: Soups and salads. Why are you thinking about those? Just because they're healthier food.
6: Yeah, lighter, and and I'm not any lighter. This is the second <laughs> heaviest I've ever been in my life. So uh,
4: why is that? Do you think? Uh, is there a particular uh, lifestyle thing that went different this year, or is it just a straight line through no. your whole life, adult life? No, I just like to eat <laughs> bad is, food. Eating is a wonderful thing. You, you you don't like good food?
6: I do, but but you're in the a habit lot of, of bad food. Yeah, like. Two pieces of pizza and then <laughs> well, maybe pizza's another. Pizza's not more. good
4: for you, even if it's one well, slice.
6: Yeah, we go out to eat. It's like, oh, I'll have a slice before I eat anything else. And okay, just,
4: so you're just in bad
6: habits in terms eat, of food, eat.
4: and he's dragging Which me think, down with him. I think most of us are but, in in bad habits but, in terms of food.
6: But yesterday, I took you to Taco Bell.
4: Yeah, that's true. And I didn't have any. That's true. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Let's talk to Chris in Plymouth. Hello, Chris.
7: Hey, Lebo, congratulations getting out, brother.
5: Thank you very much, Chris. How you doing tonight?
7: I am well. And you know what? I'm so happy that you got out. But you know what? You wanna get fried chicken? You gotta get Greer's chicken from Bristol, Connecticut.
4: Greer's G R E E R S? I'm writing that, that down. Correct. And what that makes there so the special?
7: Box. It's uh family owned, family run for I don't know how long, all my life. I'm 48 years old, and I've been going here since I was a little kid. And they got the little nuggets that you can get. Oh, my God. Fantastic.
4: Chris, you sound like it's you might just change direction and mm-hmm. head out mm-hmm. over there right now.
7: Uh, well, unfortunately, I'm going to fly out to help a friend out in and. uh, <laughs> and, uh south carolina so well, he can wait
5: chris i mean come on this is fried chicken we're talking about
7: well they have fried uh, chicken right. there
5: they don't have greer's
4: no they might have something mm-hmm. better
7: i live nearby so you know what i get it I, that's my once a week i get their chicken nuggets all right
4: thank all right. you for the suggestion that's in bristol
7: that is in bristol's on uh god i can't remember the name of a greer's
4: that's right, we've got the internet. We've got Google, man. We've got the internet. We've got, oh, got yeah, it all.
7: That's right. Oh, that's right. You're you're <laughs> elevated now.
4: Yes. yes. Oh, he was before. He just <laughs> didn't have Google before. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate hearing from you. 8605229842. Al East Hampton. Wait a sec, press the wrong button. Try that one. Nope. Blew that again. Oh no. Try this. Al in East Hampton. Hi. How are you? Hey, Al.
8: Guys, listen, you have to believe me. I'm 75 years old. I have eaten from the tip of Maine to the, to the tip of Florida. There's only one place that the best food you ever had in your entire life is chowder pot in Brantford, Connecticut. Trust me.
4: Well, no, we can't trust you. You have to convince us. Tell uh, us, well, tell us about I, what you have there that's so good and why. Well,
8: I like fried clams and you know salads and beautiful hot bread and um, everything. When you go to Chowder Pot in Brantford, it is just superb. I've been going there for thirty years, and every time I come out of that place, it's it's a smile. You have to go
5: there. Do they have a nice steak, Al? Oh,
8: they got everything. Yes, they do. They have prime rib everything. W- and what's the name of it again? Out? It's called Chowder Pot in Brantford, Connecticut. So you go to a
4: Chowder Pot to get a prime rib? Oh,
8: you know what? It's 44 freaking miles from my house and I drive there to wow. go out to dinner.
4: So that's your uh, best case scenario for where to go. Uh,
8: guys, listen, I've been around. I'm 75 years old. Yeah, you're
4: a young guy. You've got a lot of experimentation ahead of you.
8: Young, Christ, I ain't got much. You know what Arnold Schwarzenegger said? I don't have much time.
4: Well, he was talking about until he had to eat, I think. But
8: uh, <laughs> guys, you have got to go there. I'm telling you, it is. Do you guys like seafood?
5: I hate seafood. So the <laughs> oh, Really? Yes.
4: You probably right, have yeah, some bad. I love seafood, Alan. I appreciate you making the recommendation. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. We got Mike next in Thomaston. Hi, Mike.
7: Hey, Todd. Uh, Greers is actually on Matthews Street in Bristol, right off of Route Six.
4: Thank you. So Thanks. If
7: it is going to be uh, going that way in Plymouth, there's Cleveland's Country Store. Everything in there is handmade or artisan.
4: So it's they not. It's Mike's not food. a country store. It's a restaurant.
7: Um, kind of like a ice cream shop slash sandwich shop, but. Everything in there is amazing.
5: Interesting. It's better than Greer's?
7: I would pick them both up. Like, that guy's not lying when he's saying you'll have the best chicken you've ever had.
4: That's cool. You know, the thing with chicken is you have to find out just the right way to make it and make it that way every time.
7: These guys perfect it. You
4: can't go a minute too long. It gets dried out. What is it, So, Do they sell hot dogs there?
7: i think at cleveland's they do
4: grilled or boiled
7: uh grilled
6: that uh, sounds good
4: all right thank you for that mike right. we we have mm-hmm. to do that i think for a topic one day how do you like your dogs because why did you ask i love Gaidas in uh
6: middlefield mm-hmm. and their hot dogs are phenomenal uh, i i love a good hot dog it's just a good yeah. grilled hot dog all right
4: let's get joe in on this quickly hey joe Yes, Joe.
7: Oh, yes, me. Uh, hey, this guy's watched some real fried chicken. I'm an old-timer. I met, I got Brostrant in Hartford, the old chicken coop on the Sodom Avenue. He just came out of the, the, the joint. Go, I'm serious. Go to the uh, <laughs> chicken joint there. Um, oh, God. I'm. I. Uh, in what town? In, 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 in. Uh, the uh, Chicken, i uh, you know, you I'm, I'm, I lost the name of it, but he. what?
4: Where is it located?
7: It's all over all over the state. Um, a chain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Guys, I, I I was excited. I lost it. Uh, Kentucky
4: Fried Chicken. Um,
7: no. Nope, the uh, the other one that came up now, new one.
4: Popeyes.
7: Popeyes. You go get a, a dozen of them chicken wings with a couple of uh, biscuits and the honey. And you'll be in Nirvana. I'm telling
5: you. I I bet I will. But, you know, we started this whole thing. I was looking for some healthy options. Oh, yes. They
4: want to fatten you up. (laughs) They want to fatten you up, Lee. 860-522-9842. Okay, we're looking for uh, your best fried chicken. (laughs) I guess we've morphed into a different topic here. Where do you get your favorite fried foods and, and fish? And, uh, and, a, and a hot dog. And a hot me. dog, We yes, need some hot dogs. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. By the way, we just happen to be singing the song that Mark
0: Christopher moves to in the <laughs> BBS. <laughs> his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed.
8: PenFed's got great rates for
5: everyone.
3: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
1: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
4: traffic center now it's time for order up served by carbone's hospitality wtic it's our food hour it's called order up and we've got mike lebowitz in studio because he's three weeks free now after 25 years behind bars we've got his friend subby here who is um you know one of the most loyal people if you have to have a friend subby is the guy to have your friend cuz you're incredible how you've stayed with Mike, you know, through thick and thin supporting him. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Your mic wasn't. on. Well, thank you. How did how did that happen, boy? I had, That's an incredible thing. They were,
6: my kids were young, so I didn't talk to Mike for a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, a few years and he reached out to me and we just you just kept in contact. And it was just like it like we never stopped talking.
1: That's so, good. So, yeah.
6: He, but, but Mike's been a very good friend to me, too, and I just want to make that clear. Oh, it's good, good to hear.
4: Man. We'll have to learn more about that. Let's talk to Gino in Hartford. Hi, Gino. Good
9: evening. Uh, I just want to let the young man know about the uh, chicken, uh, the best place. I grew up in Hartford, and every time we got out of the clubs, or uh, hanging out, we went to Prostaurant on the corner of Broad Street and Park Street. What's it called? Restaurant, Like, brost
4: Tarant. Broth
9: Tarant. Yeah, wow. you can go- Google it, and you will find it. They make the chicken in a pressurized cooker.
4: Pressure cooker, yeah.
9: And it comes out so juicy and crispy; it's unbelievable. Well, and that's it's been around it's for at least fifty years that I can think of.
4: And so, are they open all night or something? So, when you come out of a, a bar at it's one a.m., you. Can...
9: Uh, they're open until about 3 or 4 a.m., I believe.
4: Can you imagine having to serve people food at 3 in the morning when they're all sloshed? Wow. Yeah,
9: yeah. things have changed, but the, back then it was okay. All things right. have changed. But uh, the young man's got to check it out, and I wish him luck in the future.
5: Thanks a lot, Gino.
9: Okay, and mm-hmm. then uh, thank you guys for sharing uh, those uh, uh, incredible stories from, uh, from the inside. And uh, I have a brother in correction and also a son. And uh, I told them about the book. I think they ought to read it and have a different perspective of their du- of their duty.
5: Oh, very interesting. Thank Gino. you very much for that, Gino.
9: Thank that's, you. That's you guys, wonderful. You guys, you, guys, you guys have a happy holiday. You, you
4: too, too, Gino. Yeah, have a great Christmas. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. That's pretty interesting. We're going to take more phone calls in just a couple of minutes. We have to do traffic and weather together on the eights. Coming your way right now, and then we will continue. Mike Leibowitz is here, and his friend Subby is here, and we're talking food. It's kind of uh, morphed away from where we started into something everybody seems to love, which is fried food, fried chicken, which is, I wouldn't have guessed that fried chicken is such a big part of people's lives. But that's what happens when you get together and talk. You learn things. All right, Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Well, I'm a chicken fry.
7: Well, I'm a chicken fry. A cold beer on a Friday night,
4: a pair of jeans that fit just right, <laughs> and the radio yeah. Oh, Mark is always fried ready chicken. with the fried f- chicken on a Friday night. You got music for every meal, man. <laughs> I try. Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on
3: WTIC news talk 1080
4: oh yes holiday season and fried chicken is on people's mind the traditional holiday meal mike lebowitz is with us subby here as well and let's talk to tony in hebron hi tony wait a sec i did it wrong again hold on one second tony all right yes tony
10: i just want to say mike Liebewitz, enjoy his freedom
5: thank and, uh, you Thank you, Tony. Stay
10: on, stay on a straight and narrow, kid.
5: Will do, buddy. Thanks. Thanks for the good th- thoughts. That's well, it. When
10: I was a when I was a kid, the oh. fried chicken was um was in Hartford. There, the the chicken coop. They had the amazing onion rings, and, and the you know it was always like a greasy fried chicken, but it was like delicious.
4: Do uh, they, do onion rings lost, give you a stomach ache?
10: Um, too too many, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it, they lost their business because the eminent domain they put the highway through or off ramp. Right there and they, they lost their business.
5: I what hate when that happens. Did, yeah, even during the Everybody food hour left. we expose government. Yes.
10: All walks of life went in there and ate.
5: So where well, should I we go now, you. Tony? Yeah, where's, where's the, the place? Well,
10: I gotta tell you, there's Ted's front Ted, Ted Ted's supermarket has they call it Chesterfield chicken. It's delicious.
5: And, and where's Ted's at?
10: That's in Hebert. It's a super the only supermarket we have in town.
4: Wow, they're full service, huh?
10: Well, it's not you don't eat there, but they got great takeout fried chicken. It's unbelievable. All
4: right, Tony, thank you for that. Good to talk with you. Bob next on WTIC. Hi, Bob.
11: Hey, how's it going? What's up? Hey, um if I want to get fried chicken, my go-to place is always going to be Popeyes. KFC
7: is has gone
4: down.
11: It's every KFC I go to just is terrible.
4: When did that it, start?
11: I don't know. It seemed like it started gradually. I was actually just watching a YouTube video on it, how uh, their franchises are, are not being supported by... Uh, by corporate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, by corporate. Uh, they're they're perfect all around the world, except for the, in the United States. Well, that's a big
4: place but, to miss.
11: Yeah, it is. Um But Popeye's is always my go-to place. As a matter of fact, they just opened one in my uh, town here in Meriden, right down the street from my house, which drives me nuts because I shouldn't be eating that stuff. Uh, But if I do want a good cheeseburger, I go to Five Guys. That is the best place to get a cheeseburger and fries.
4: How much is a a cheeseburger at Five Guys (laughs) these days? Do you know?
11: Well, I remember it was about the same as McDonald's. I went to McDonald's and they gave me, I I looked at how much it was going to cost me for a uh, cheeseburger and fries. And I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to be spending that much, I'm going to go across the parking lot and go to Five Guys.
4: Well, that's a good point if the prices are competitive, because they're they're making a fresh burger, right, at Five Guys?
11: They they make it fresh, and if you like French fries, let me tell you something. I ordered a small French fry. They took out the little little bag for the small French fries filled up the french fry bag yeah and then they threw it in the the, the main burger bag and then they dumped more oh yeah they always they
4: dump them. more <laughs> they, they are generous with TV. those things it's a great idea to be generous with the fries plus you get the peanuts yeah i mean come on man free peanuts free peanuts that's extra why joe goes there
5: who, who can beat it? beat it
4: they yeah. tell you where the uh, potato's from too that's right like we care if it's from Iowa or Idaho. What's the difference if it's an I-State? Yeah. I don't I don't know. All right, Bob, thank you. Anything else? Nope, that's it. Good to talk with you, sir. Thanks, Bob. Yep, thank you. <sighs> Fries. You know, a fry later is just a compelling thing when it comes to fine food. Fritz, what's going on, sir? Hey, Mr.
12: Todd Feinberg and Levo. How's it going, guys? Listen, um, you're going on about fried chicken. My go-to place for the fried chicken is over there in New Britain on Arch Street. It's called Crispy Crunchy Chicken. It's right across the street from Dollar General. That's
4: what it's called? Christi- Crispy, Crispy Crunchy, Crunchy Chicken? What a great name.
12: And it's not the one you'd find in a gas station. It's an actual like, restaurant. you can go in there, sit down, and eat. Okay. Um, if you guys wanted to talk burgers and dogs, um, there's one place a little hole-in-the-wall place in Watertown. It's called G's Burgers. They have fresh meat. It comes from Watertown Meat Center. They make their own French fries. Amazing food.
5: That's awesome. So how often do you eat there, Fritz? I don't
12: eat there that often. I I mostly make my own meals at home, especially for work, because, you know, um, I eat a lot. So i got to make my own breakfast. It's way more
4: economical, too. And the food's usually better.
12: Yeah. I could feed myself for 25 bucks a week, but once in a while you need to go out and splurge and buy, you know, some chicken. You have to. You got no choice. But the crispy country chicken gives you a good deal, about 10 bucks. It'll feed you some chicken. You know, you can get, um, I think more like their specials, like 10 bucks. You get like a couple of three, four pieces of your crispy chicken and you get like a muffin and you get a drink. It'll fill you up.
4: That's not bad, right?
12: But they fry it fresh, so you have to sit there and wait for it, unless you want the that's stuff good. under the yeah. heat lamp.
4: What do you? But, you know, who's if, in a hurry?
12: Great. Right. Well, if you are in a hurry, they do have stuff under the heat lamp, but I'd rather wait the fifteen minutes. I mean, just sure. fry it.
6: Do you get free <laughs> refills on the drink? You know, I
12: don't know that because I usually am on the run. I'd rather have them cook it fresh, though. But uh, yeah, not bad. I mean, um, it, that's the only crispy country chicken that I know of in Connecticut. That's it's right there, in New Britain, on Art Street.
4: All right, thank you for that, Fritz. Good to hear from you. 860 522 And Roland, you had any input on this? Can you talk? He's down on the floor. What are you doing on the floor?
5: Roland, are you okay?
4: He was. He just mm-hmm. got up off the floor. I swear to you, I saw him do he's that. He's back there doing push-ups. Now he's trying to untangle his headset. What were you doing on the floor? Were you looking oh. for some leftover fried chicken? Always fixing <laughs> stuff, man. Always fixing stuff. Oh, okay. Sorry to interrupt. So you mentioned earlier a place oh, that you I, think has the best. You think everyone's way off base with the, where they think the best fried chicken is. Absolutely. And I really can't believe no one...
6: From Southington has called up and said Henhouse Fried Chicken.
4: Henhouse, come on, Southington, Queen Street, Southington. Stand up for your own Southington. Goodness gracious, what's wrong with people? So flavorful. I'm from New Orleans, so I'm all about flavor. Yes, you've got a certain expertise. Yeah, and uh, I expect a lot
6: when I eat, and if it's not flavorful, yeah, I can't eat it. So,
4: so what would uh, if the, if they were serving in New Orleans? What would they add into that dish? Some Cajun seasoning, mm-hmm. you know, Cajun seasoning and a little buttermilk and whatnot. Buttermilk is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that, Roland. No problem. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Buttermilk. Rosalie makes fancy things and puts buttermilk in them and reinvents the thing. What exactly is buttermilk? Buttermilk is, historically, what's left over after you make butter. There's like a milky thing in there. And it's sour and adds a nice flavor to dishes. That's kind of surprising. Now they have some way of making it without having to go through the butter-making process. But it's essentially the same dynamic.
6: Well, you know what's a good place that I have to take you to, Mike, is the Rockin' Chicken on Franklin Avenue in Hartford. It's a Peruvian Chicken
4: place. inspires great names for restaurants. Huh? The Rockin' yeah,
6: Chicken. But it's a Peruvian place, and it, they have a, a very good, it's called Lomo Saltado.
4: It's, is that a Peruvian word, rockin'? Um, or are they using the American version of the word? They must be using the American. Okay, version. so what's a what did you call the food? The, there's a they have really good
6: chicken there, but there's a, a, a dish. I'm gonna not just pronounce say it. it correctly Lomo saltado.
4: That was beautiful. I can't. I can't. And, fault and you it's on got like steak
6: with with tomatoes and uh, rice. It's a uh, and
4: it's a good one, Mike. I got to take you there.
5: I never knew Peruvians were known for their chicken.
4: A, who knew that Subby was known for being Peruvian? But he is. That's true. amazing. Quinn's calling from Hartford. Hey, Quinn. Hey, how are you? Oh, I was expecting a male voice. Nice to hear mm-hmm. a female, Quinn. Hi, Quinn.
2: Hi. Um, I wanted to talk to Mike specifically. I feel like he's holding back a little bit about prison food.
4: Oh, what's he? <laughs> you think he's being too nice about it?
2: Um. Well, so I wanted to say, like, he's get, he's not giving himself enough credit because. Like the lack of availability of vegetables while you're in jail is like atrocious.
5: <laughs> well, that's that's very true.
4: And what vegetables are they are are heavily overcooked. It sounds like you've got some personal experience with this, Quinn.
2: So I'm like a social worker slash prison wife. <laughs> um, it goes like hand in hand. I've learned so much from being with a person that has like had those types of experiences.
4: And and you are a social worker, or you using uh-huh. okay and what does your uh your person who you're with whatever kind of person that is 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 uh is the food the, the, are the food habits uh a hard thing for you to like like are you allowed to make a vegetable
2: oh without a doubt i think that it's it's fun, like, introducing more foods, but it's kind of, like, pathetic what their palate is going to be like after they get out.
4: Yeah, so I think you know? Lebo is, is stuck in this zone that you're talking about. Like, he, yeah, I mean. He likes like, potatoes, toffee and toffee he likes is, potatoes.
2: Right? Have you ever made toffee? <laughs> I,
5: I've never made toffee, no, but it sounds delicious.
2: Okay, so toffee is basically, like, water and coffee creamer, and they add any anything sweet with color in it and combine it. To, to make, like, what you would know as coffee, as And they look forward to it, and they eat it. They make, like, cakes
5: out of, you know, like... Oh, you're talking about what they make in prison.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Yes. Uh, Quinn, I got to tell you, I'm not really big into the stuff the guys come up with to make in prison, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. I, mean, I know a lot of the guys are very proud of themselves for the little concoctions they make, and they even say, we could probably sell this on the street. No, it is brittle. They call it brittle and they sell it. Yes, I'm well aware of it and I wouldn't pay for it and I certainly wouldn't trust and it. And what's coming. that made out of? They make it with creamer. They take creamer, they crush up peanuts and maybe throw some sugar in there mm-hmm. and then they heat it up or they let it sit for a while. And But
4: you shouldn't be uh, dissing it. It sounds like Quinn likes it. Well, I, I am. Are you liking it, Quinn?
2: You know, like I said, like being with somebody that has those experiences, you find yourself humbling yourself all the time and it's not that bad. Like
5: It's not that good when either, you're,
2: <laughs> when you're being resourceful, right? When you're being resourceful and you and and you have something that looks like dog food in front of you. I'm pretty sure you'll take the creamer creamer and peanuts, you know?
5: Yes, I've had it, but I'm also not very trusting of the guy who's making the stuff in his cell. When I don't know if he's washing his hands. <laughs> when or he has a, no
4: uh, pots and pans yeah, yes, and utensils. I, yeah, and,
5: I've yeah. See, I've known of guys to drop the food they were cooking for others on the floor, and then just pick it right up and put it on the plate. So I'm not real
4: big yeah. on it. So Quinn, or do just
2: the cooking right on their on their metal beds. Yes, yeah, that works too.
4: Quinn, your guy does uh, do the these kind of narrowing uh, sorts of attitudes. Uh, are they just food related, or do they move into other categories?
2: Um, I think that when you spend some time in jail, your your perspective on like everyday things, like I take for granted the way that I look at the world. Um, you know, I think that it's been a challenge to try to share those perspectives, but it's been easier to accept that his experiences are as valuable as mine, you know?
5: I, I have to ask, has he made a potato wrap for you with the crushed up potato chips soaked in water wrapped you around? Know, we're
2: Spanish, so that's called mofongo where we come from.
5: It's called mofongo in the prison too, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. so yo, I've had those. I've had chili bowls. I've had the uh, stir fry. I don't know. There's a bunch of things that they do. It
4: sounds like there needs to be a restaurant that takes all of these things from prison. Oh, please
5: operation. no. <laughs> it's like my worst that nightmare.
4: Well, I'll take Depending Mike there.
2: Where you put it, it might do well.
4: Quinn, thank you so much for the call. <laughs> Great thank to talk you. with you. Thanks, Quinn. The mighty Quinn, she was wonderful, yeah, huh? Yes, she was. I
6: thought she was going to want you to go eat in prison again.
4: <laughs> no, do you want to give out your email address again?
5: Oh, sure. My email address is lebo, L-I-E-B-O, 1271 at gmail.com. Read
4: if you it? want to send uh, some kind of outreach to Mike, that's how to reach him. I would absolutely love it.
5: And this has been great. Thanks to the audience. Thanks to Todd. I've really enjoyed myself today. Lebo,
4: thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Subby, thanks for uh, delivering him and taking part. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Look how humble he's being now. Gets all shy when you compliment him. I
5: know. Does that always happen? Yes, I'm trying to break him out of that habit.
4: Well, you'll do it. (laughs) I hope so. You will do it because you are a breaker of things. I don't know if
5: that's good, (laughs) but
4: we'll roll with it. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. We will see you Monday. Let's find out how the ride's going. It is a Friday after all.